welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 230, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and we are going to talk about one single match from MLW 104. We're going to be talking Mance Warner versus MJF. Empty arena match, loser leaves MLW. Spoilers, you probably already know, but we'll get to that in a little bit. My name is John. And joining me as she does every time we change our names is the Cash Wheeler to my Dax Hartwood, Marianne. I'm sorry, what? Oh, this, um, so did you put the news item that the revival has finally been yes. released? Okay, so yes. d- did you not do any follow-up that they changed their no, names? No, I just was excited. So they changed their names. You know me. I'm just like, oh, this happened. Wait, I'm Dash Wilder, right? I don't know. I just said the names. Okay. I'm not well, sure. I'm who... Dash Wilder. You're the Wooly Willy one. That's a that's a throwback joke from like years ago. Oh, I gave you I get so Scott Doss, Dawson's new name is Dax Hardwood. That's a terrible name. And Dash Wilder's new name is Cash Wheeler. <laughs> it's like he tried to get his name similar. They have also trademarked the following No Flips, just fists, say yeah, top guys. Shatter Machine and FTRKO. I don't know why they why they did FTRKO. I I don't know, but Weird. Top Guys that's used all over the place. Yeah, I mean Chuck and Trent say that all the time, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, some other news, actually, Marianne. How are you? Let's before we get to other news. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I've been bored as hell at home. Um, yesterday was beautiful out. So I tried to be outside as much as I could, uh, cause it was so nice. Um, we got a dog. Yes. Finally. Um, Let's so you guys follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, his name is Odie. Um, he's still getting used to everybody here. We've had him for about four days. Mm-hmm. Um, does not like being on my bed. He is oh. very attached to my mother. Aww. And considering I was the one that was actively looking for a dog, I am quite disappointed that he does not like me. He's not cuddly with me. Oh. It's upsetting. I was like, God damn it. And yeah, he's he's only got one eyeball. Mm-hmm. Got scratched by a cat last year. Aww. Um the foster mom said he was six, but the vet paperwork that came with him says he's like eight or nine. I mean, but he's a nice little size. He's got a long ass tongue and tiny little ears. Just a real small head. Cute. Super cute. Yeah. yeah. Bad breath, but we're working on it. He's He smells kind of like an outside dog. Oh. But and he is like, I'm sure there's recordings of us in the past where Kiba was barking in the background. Kiba's bark was like an axe pick to the head. Yeah, I'm very like, sure it's in there. It, really it was really shrill um odie's isn't like that Mm -hmm. thank god but he gets like crazy separation anxiety so if he's in the backyard too long by himself if you like put him back there and then go back inside for a bit he'll start screaming oh like doing this weird dog scream and it's really cute like he panics because he doesn't know where you are oh it's so cute and my parents left to go pick up dinner and he sat on the carpet by the door and just stared at the door for like five minutes and i was like but i'm over here and i kept calling him and he was straight up ignoring me full kiba status wow 
I was like, this is some bullshit right here. Some absolute bullshit. But it's nice. It's nice having a little dig dog around yeah. that I can talk to. And I mean, he does come near me and stuff, but he's he's a, a weird little one. So I was gonna say something else, but I completely forgot. But yeah, he's a real he's a real nice size. Um he likes being picked up, he loves being cuddled. Cute. But the thing with him is he has to get like minimum like one head pat. Like if you start to even give him attention and you walk away, he will lose his shit. Oh wow. So it's like he'll be like, no. This is not what happened. This is not what we agreed to just now. You will continue until I tell you to stop kind of thing. He's like a cat. So, but it's, it's nice. He's, he's a cute little bugger with a little one eyeball. Cute. His name, uh, his name on the vet papers is Odie Lou, mm-hmm. which I did tell you that. And you were very excited about. I was, yes. Odie Lou. Um, I told my friend Kane and he was like, Odie as in Odin. And he has one eye. Did he trade his other eye for knowledge? Mm-hmm. And I went, holy fuck. If yeah. his name wasn't Odie, his name was Odie before he lost his eye. This was a sign. Oh wow! Yes, traded his other eye for knowledge. The all he's not good with other dogs. Like he gets in like, but he lived. His foster mom had like five other dogs, and he was fine with those. But when you go on walks, he is just like at other dogs. Yeah, but he always wants to play with cats, which is bizarre because that's oh. how he lost his eye. Yeah. He's always like, "Come play with me, kitty cats," and they like, "Well, they're not down." So, hmm. but yeah, how's Henson? I saw you. Wait, was it nachos you made yesterday? Yes, we made nachos. Oh, yeah, um, we've been trying not to go outside as much, just to walk Henson. That's about it. Get um, some fresh air. Yeah. Uh, what else have we been up to? I mean, that's really that's really it. WrestleMania was last week. Do you remember that? I didn't watch it. You know, I didn't. I told you I wasn't going to. Yeah. The only thing I cared about, honestly, is like just the Mojo Rally content Ugh. because it was top notch on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good shit. I love Mojo Rally's dad. He is so funny. Mm-hmm. So funny. But yeah, it's just you, you saw the tandem bicycle video. Yes. With them in the zebra print. I don't know where the hell they're getting these Zubas overalls. I don't, probably having I, them specially made. Oh my God, it's good shit. It's just good shit. He's brilliant. I love it. I Obviously, I didn't watch it. I wanted to watch it just for the Drew Gulak-Cesaro match. How was it? I'm assuming you watched it. No, that was the only match I didn't catch. <laughs> Get the fuck out, really? Yeah, I didn't catch that match. That uh, is John. Eh. I don't know. there's a lot going on <laughs> did you see what i said like i think um drew gulag posted something about it on instagram and i was like yo bdk reveal or it's not worth it fair true <laughs> i was like this seems to be and no bdk reveal get the fuck out that really great you know what i've been you don't do you have cable tv or like dish or anything like that i have like direct tv i have access to cable tv yes Okay. So like they've been doing this thing on oxygen. I'm just letting you know because I've been talking this shit up hardcore mm-hmm. to Dustin slash Chuck Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um he they're on oxygen, they've been doing 12 days of serial killers. That's literally just the entire day, all day is just specials on serial killers and murders. Nice. They had a whole like two hour thing on Ed Kemper. Ooh. The other night, it was fascinating. Eddie and then Kemper. the one they had the night before, which is if you've listened to the um, the last podcast in the left episode on the uh, the Green River Killer, you're like, oh, this guy's fucking boring, mm-hmm. is the way they describe it. This thing was fucking fascinating. 
Hmm. this special i recorded it i was like i know i'm gonna watch this again for my stepdad because he didn't see the whole thing and then they were doing this this show called because i really hate murder shows that do um like uh reenactments yeah i hate it it totally takes me out and um but there's a show called i think it's mark mark of a killer or mark of a murderer or something like that and they did that one serial killer that was riding the train cars the Mexican guy that was riding train cars and just killing people and then eating stuff in their house and then leaving stuff like half eaten. <laughs> and like they did, did like specials on a whole bunch of different random serial killers like Rodney Alcala and like all these other ones. And I was like, oh, these are good shit. And like it was and I just literally that's all I've been doing like at my house is just like we've my mom has not. This is the most my mom has seen me in like days. Most yeah. of the time, I'm just like, don't talk to me. I'm going to my room. But instead, I'm like sitting out watching serial killer stuff, right. plotting revenge. But I've been telling Dustin about it. And he was like, leave me alone. I'm doing Hunt a Killer. And I'm like, bitch, oh, I nice. know you're looking this up afterwards. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to do that with my mom. That sounds like a really cool thing, to, especially to be doing during quarantine. Yeah, especially right now. Yeah. 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 But he was like, I'm doing Hunt a Killer. And I'm like, fucking finally. God. Nice. So, Yeah. I talked a lot just now. How have, how have other than Henson being little guy and you making all sorts of chef pingle foods? I'm fine. I mean, you know, uh, just hanging in there. We finally got our, our going outside masks. Good. Are they patterned? Yes. Uh, I haven't taken a, well, I have one that's all black and then I have one that is, of course you do. That is black with white hearts on it. Honestly shocked. You don't have an alkaline trio mask. I don't know if there is one. You can, there's some, <laughs> speaking of my one eyed dog, there's somebody on Etsy that sells eye patches for dogs in oh like a whole God. bunch of different patterns. That's amazing. I'm sure there's, there's, I'm sure there's a way because my mom is making her own mask. Yeah. My sister's making us some masks and my co host from Podcastica's, uh, he 3D printed us some masks that are, holy shit, that look like they're going to be pretty. Uh, fucking cool so i'm excited to see those i'm all i'm all about these people that are 3d printing stuff to to make things cheaper for people that are sick yeah i think that's dope use your fucking 3d printer for good not evil right i think that's amazing that people are doing that and trying to find stuff and the biggest thing for me is if you're a dentist or a doctor anything that has a veterinarian anybody that has access to write a prescription if you write a prescription for for hydroxychloroquine for you and your whole family and take the hydroxychloroquine from the people who need it to live <laughs> my mom mm. you're a piece of shit <laughs> yeah just to like steal it from your family my mom is like they told her straight up they're like no you can get a 20 day supply. And she was like, no, they're like, you, they were like, you can get a two week supply of it. And so she's had to ration it. Jesus. And so anybody that has lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, any autoimmune disease that you have to take that in order to live. Otherwise you're consistently in pain all the time. Ugh. And so all these people that are taking it, even though it's not proven to work, especially people that are writing prescriptions and hogging it all up and taking it away from people that actually need it. That pisses me the fuck off. Are you kidding me? I'm waiting. My mom can't wait for somebody to sue Kaiser because Kaiser is like not handling it well. They're like, yep, well, tough shit. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. Yeesh. Literally, like it's the worst. But yeah, uh, Corona cast. Um, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> is there I any mean, other news? we're doing we're doing OK over here. Nothing too nothing too crazy going on. Just hanging out. Uh, I am I have updated my queue for all of the 
All of the uh, sorry, I'm distracted. Apparently, at some point in time, there was a Yoshihiro Tajiri versus Fit Finley match in Japan, and I'm really distracted by this for some reason. But anyway, I just saw that come across the Twitter. Uh, I have just updated my queue of matches that uh, friend of the show and just friend in general Dan has given me, and I have a lot of work to do, and I'm excited. Uh, but other than that, I thought you were saying you were updating your queue of dogs on on Adopt a Pet. No, 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 no. <laughs> your spreadsheet of dogs. No, I do. I did have a spreadsheet of dogs. I know. I was like, I hate spreadsheets. I have to do those for work. I had a spreadsheet of of dogs. How much their adoption cost was. How what kind of breed they were. You're using your your Excel skills for good. <laughs> yeah, for pups. Fucking hell! Absolutely. But that's about it. We do have one other news item besides the, you know, revival. They are they are gone. They're gone from WWE. Good for them. If they don't go to AEW, I'll be very confused. But if they go anywhere else, whatever. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. So I love Josh Wilder. He's so hot. The other oh, is that list? Yeah, whatever. You just made the list. The other news that we have is WWE has determined that because Jordan Devlin cannot travel to defend the cruiserweight championship. Uh, they're going to have an a, a tournament to crown an interim champion, um, which is very interesting. And it's going to be done. It, there, are, there are eight people in it. They just announced all eight people. They're going to be split into, if this sounds familiar to you, let me know. They're going to be split into two groups of four. There will be a group A and a group B, and they will all wrestle each other. And whoever has the most points at the end will face off. Like the winner of group A will face off against the winner of group B, and whoever wins will be the interim NXT champion. So basically they're doing a G1 format, which is interesting. I was like trying to figure it out myself, and I was like, no, this is a Japan thing. I know it is. So here's everybody that is in this tournament, and it's actually like pretty exciting. Oh, that's good. We have Kushida, and this mm-hmm. is this is for I believe Group A is Kushida, Drake Maverick, Tony Nice. <laughs> what? He's wrestling again? I'm sorry, I don't I don't watch WWE. That's surprising. So yeah, it, it's Kushida, Drake, Drake Maverick, Tony Nice, and Jake Atlas. <gasps> oh my God, no way! Yes, Jake Atlas. I covered my mouth. But that was still probably really loud. Oh, my God. Made his debut on NXT, I want to say, four or three weeks ago. God damn. So that is the the first group there. He's over as fuck now already, right? Yes. Group B. Oh, good. Group B is Isaiah Swerve Scott, Akira Tozawa, uh, the newest, nastiest version of Jack Gallagher. <laughs> nastiest, literally nastiest. Yes. And... El Hijo de Fantasma, who was going under a different name, but I guess when he he's going to make his NXT debut, and they said, "Ah, fuck it, put the hood back on." So he's going by his name that he went in by in Mexico, and that's I mean, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited to see all these matches. Should be fun. Is there going to be like a what was it? What was it that uh, they called the the one bracket in the World Cup? Is there a bracket that's like a death bracket? Oh. No, I don't think so. I think we're kind of. What, what was that? What was that bracket called? I can't remember. But was that the one that Germany was in? Yes, the one that was like the Germany, entire Brazil bracket and... was just fucking murder. Yeah. Yes. Oh, murder was it the bracket. death? And it was for the World Cup, right? Death. Yeah. Well, it was just the first round bracket. 
was just like, I'm going to look it up. But yeah, because it was super funny. Because The I know group that of death is what the it's called. <laughs> the group of death origins. Oh, fucking good shit. Love it. Good shit. And it's all over the place. Yes. Oh, another another thing of um, news that we, I can't believe the um, P, uh, <laughs> PWG, Progress coming West Coast. What? When? What? You didn't know? No. Like July. I mean, good luck. <laughs> yeah, they've already announced it. And all of that just like came out like it's been like because Glenn, Glenn was like, um, I'm booking it out like it's for like late summer, like July or August. And he's coming out to the Bay Area to stay with me for a bit. Great. That's cool. Yeah. And he was like progress. And I remember um, shitty Josh. Uh, <laughs> the spirit of the independence tag. Is that what it is? I'm assuming seven seven thirty twenty twenty. So in July, okay, in Wilmington, California. Yeah. Where the fuck is that? I don't know what's happening. Glenn just told me about it, and then Shitty Josh sent it to me, and I was like, "You act like I didn't know about this before they even announced it, you idiot." Oh. <laughs> Wilmington is in L.A. Wonderful. Wunderbar. Delightful. Well, I guess I'm going. Did they sell tickets already? Just get I me tickets, no Marianne. It's fine. What? I said just get just get us tickets, Marianne. It's fine. Y- you know, I remind me. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. I like I mentioned that. I was like, yeah, they're coming. Remember when you complained that they didn't go to the West Coast or something like no, that? No, they, they went, went to, like, to they went to the West Coast and they didn't come to fucking California. California which and you is were like, so well, strange. California takes up almost the entire West Coast. <laughs> yeah, which is factually correct. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, I get it. Seattle's fun, but like, come on now. Seattle's fun. Also the epicenter for the Green River Killer. Yeah. The second most prolific serial killer in the United States. The most fun anyone's ever had. I don't know. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about AEW Dynamite this week. Uh, these are all tape shows, despite what they say. These are all these have all been taped ahead of time. Um, and we start off. We're starting off strong, Marianne, with Jake Roberts, and he calls Marco Stunt an idiot, which is funny. Uh, an idiot rugrat. Yes. Uh, and then he, he addresses Cody and calls him a mouse and then says squeak up instead of speak up. Yes. And I went, my God. And it, I was like, did I mishear that? Wait, no, there's no way I misheard that. That's no. exactly like something you would say. Yeah. So they basically Jake Roberts says, oh, you better win your match tonight or we're, we are going to assume that you lost on purpose so you don't have to face Lance Archer. <laughs> Which is great. Uh <laughs> And then we open the show with Lance Archer taking on Alan Ingalls. And, oh, and our commentary team for tonight. Oh, good shit. Which I, I can't believe I did not make a note of immediately is Chris Jericho and Tony Schiavone. And this was a lot of fun. I Excuse really... Excuse me, it's Schiavone tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, I loved it. I thought it was really great. Um, but we opened... I, I want Chuck Taylor to be on commentary at some point. Do you think they'll ever allow that? I don't know, but honestly, I think while we're just doing crazy stuff, we should have um, we should have Chuck Taylor and Bryce Rensburg do commentary. <laughs> or Excalibur. Yes, I mean, 
good oh, Excal- shit. Excalibur and Bryce would be fun. And I think that actually happened at a Chikara one year. I think it was a King of Trios. I would have to double check. But. I was telling my mom about Chuck Taylor as a commentator and how I was like, yeah, there's times where he's not even booked for Bola and then he'll just show up to do commentary for the weekend and everyone knows he's going to be in the 10-man tag even though he acts like he's not going to. Right. No, but he just shows up literally just to do commentary because he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. And it's like he would he bounce he would bounce off. I think he would bounce off really well with Tony Schiavone. But then again, it's Tony Sch- Schiavone. Sorry. But Chris Jericho is so fantastic on yes. commentary. He's so fantastic. And I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago because we didn't record last week. But like he knows how to be respectful towards the people that he is feuding with. He knows how to point out things that are like they're really good at this and they're really good at that. It's not all sorts of like stupid, like cartoonish um, right. color commentator. Yes. Stuff. You know, and it's like he knows he I mean, because he's still a color commentator, but he does he knows how to balance it well with actually giving credit where credit's due. And I think that's fantastic. And he's just like so knowledgeable on things that he doesn't need to be knowledgeable, knowledgeable about. Yeah. 80s hair bands. Mm -hmm. Although that's his era. Yeah. So. So we'll get there. uh, I mean, this is a squash match. Uh, There was an overhead choke plex that. Lance Archer did, and he launched this dude into uh, the stratosphere. He just it, killed him. He went so far, like Olympic medal levels of javelin throwing fucking far. Yeah, it was. Like discus throwing far. Like they should, I want to see a tournament of just people doing that, like suplexing somebody. And seeing how far they can throw like them. A choke, like, yeah, and to see how far they can fucking throw them. Amazing. I believe uh, he finished him off with the blackout. And Jericho gets a sweet Scorpions reference in there, as you were saying earlier about the 80 hairbands. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. He makes so many stupid references. I like, love it. Stupid. And by stupid, I mean great. And like totally his, like in his wheelhouse references. Yeah. It's just good shit. Up next, we had Dr. Britt Baker taking on Hikaru Shida. And I think this was the moment I'm all in on Britt Baker. <laughs> good, right? Holy crap. Tony, Tony, Tony actually likes Britt Baker. So yes. suck it full. Tony and Britt forever. It, absolutely. Um, man, this was this was a lot of fun. This match was, I mean, you know, the, I, I think Britt getting, like they were beating the shit out of each other so much that Britt, I'm pretty sure, has a broken nose. Yeah, they um, were showing it from an angle and I was like, yeah, that looks like it's broken. I have, I have a question for you really fast. So you've seen Sheeta wrestle in other promotions, correct? I actually don't think I have, honestly. Um, well, this is a question for the listeners that uh, her Jumbotron video was fucking weird. Yes. Is there a story behind it that I don't know about? There, because it makes no sense. It creeps me out. The and mirror I don't thing? Like it. Yeah, there has uh, to yeah, be. It's fucking weird. There has to be something, but I'm not really sure what's uh, what's going on with that. But um, Jericho saying well-schooled feet made me laugh really <laughs> hard because he couldn't remember educated feet. He just... There's so many, he made so many good, the, yeah. the, the part where he said I was back in 97 shaking hands and kissing babies. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, shaking hands and kissing babies in 97. Yes. And then he followed it with a fucking kiss reference. He had a couple of kiss references. Yeah, he did. He, oh God, what was it? Uh, she, he compared Britt Baker to Ace Fraley. Yeah. And then she, and then later he goes, a she went from a little known member of kiss. <laughs> I don't think Ace really is a little known member of Kiss. He's not the one 
one you hear? You hear about Paul Stanley the most. Yeah, I mean, oh, fair enough. Yeah, I know. I know Ace Freely. You would. Uh, Jer- <laughs> Jericho during this states that he hates every single ref that is part of AEW, and he secretly doesn't hate Bryce. Yeah, Nobody absolutely can. can confirm. Uh, and because she- the Bryce is always right. It is. It is always <laughs> right. Uh, Britt Baker did a famouser and then smiled at Billy Gunn, and I was just like, "This is the greatest." This is so fun. I love this. I so good. Britt Baker, her friendship with Tony. I don't know where this came from because I think it like organically grew with her being a heel and then her like, I think it was like not an on purpose thing. Yeah. But her going to the camera and talking to the camera like she's talking directly to Tony. Yes. She's like, Tony, you need to talk about how great I am. And like, honestly. Yes. All these other things. And he like kind of let it roll off, but it was so funny how she was using the camera to talk to Tony. Like it was just good shit. Ugh. But Jericho in this Jericho throughout the night, but especially in this match, just fucking hates everyone. Yes. And then I had said, Who is this pineapple Pete that Jericho hates so much? And why do I hate him too? And then I realized who he was later. How dare you? That should I'm that sorry, should be. All I could see was the fucking disgusting pineapples, okay? Wow. And you know how I feel wow. about pineapples. Well, I mean, spoiler alert, Sugar D is going to be wrestling on Dynamite this week, and I'm very excited for him. That's very Remember cool. he did that video to be Sean Spears' partner? Yes. I'm. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm very excited for him, even if it's like a one-off thing. That's super cool. And, yeah, I love AEW. <laughs> I love most I of it. I want him to team with Chuck Taylor and be like an old-school fist. Oh, my goodness. Reunion. That would be fun. So Britt gets busted open, as we mentioned, and I love she's going for her finisher, but the ref's like, don't put your hands in her mouth. You got blood all over it. And she's like, give me the glove. She she said, give me that glove. And then she (laughs) tries to put the glove on. Ah, this match was so great. Um, Yeah, go out of your way to watch it. It was a lot of fun. And there was more kiss references at the end. I was like, what the, what fucking year is it? My God. He said she went from Ace, she went from Ace Freely to Gene Simmons. Yes. And I was like, you're hammering it in right now. It's great. They like, they also now have, Cody, yeah. you're hammering these references in a lot like Cody does. They now have a, a Brit shirt in the style of kiss and it's her, it's just her bloody face on the, on the shirt. Man, they hopped on that fast oh, and yeah. still, still no venti Shivani cups. Come on. Yeah, what is that about? How have they not done that? That seems like really weird. Up next, we had a, I guess, a not a backstage segment. It was in a trailer uh, between Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa. Who my stepdad asked me, who's that guy on the right? And I was like, his name is on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but let's briefly like go back. We didn't record last week about that Omega-Trent match. Holy crap. It, it was fucking fire yeah it was so good he Ugh. said shit twice on tv and <laughs> and chuck, chuck was like still is not disrespect the disrespect the blatant disrespect he said shit twice and my mom was like dying <laughs> that was such a good match trent just always just going out there and not giving a shit about his physical well-being yeah so he also said uh i showed him a picture of Odie, one-eyed dog um and he's very excited about Odie, and I knew he would be. Cute. And he was like, how, he said, how'd his eye fall out? Uh-huh. 
what he said to me and i said a cat scratched it and he said he was like yo man fuck a cat that was his response damn andrew <laughs> it, was, it was just good shit it was good shit absolutely i i really really enjoyed that match it was it was a lot of fun but and was, i'm bummer we didn't record good. so nakazawa and omega are talking about how they don't have a tag team name and then nakazawa says we should be the best friends and omega says well there's already a team called the best friends we're actually and, they're very over. <laughs> and he's like come on you're an evp you should be able to make the match so we can have the name he goes okay fine and George Cassidy just comes out of the bathroom, walks that straight he, to the front door, and opens it to let the best friends in. No, he barely even opened it. Dustin, like, knee, he, like, kicked his way in. But Orange Cassidy is every bathroom eavesdropping trope, like, to the T. Oh, my God. And he's done it twice. Uh, he's done it twice, and he's never in there for – he's just standing in there. Yes, which is great. And that's actually – I think he used to do that in Gentleman's Club, too, where he'd just be, like, doing nothing in a random room. But he's, like, every high school movie where so they hear somebody talking shit in a bathroom, and they're, like, in the stall. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just good shit, and Dustin was just, like uh... – their name is on the line, and I said last time. Oh no, their that's name right. Was an issue. It did not end well. No. Scoot Tatum. Scoot Tatum. Rich Mahogany. Love it. How we do it. Um, oh, that's right. Scoot he Tatum's had a list favorite. of he had a list of names too. I remember. And they're all on his Wikipedia page. And oh, then they... every week he'd be like, "I don't like that name. I'm getting a new one." Yes. But the Scoot Tatum one was the best because that was the one where Jervis Cottonbelly was like. Scoot Tatum, can we call your friends Tatum Tots? And he said, suck a butt, Jervis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all on there. Benny Fig, Bug Nevins. Bug Nevins! Howie DeWitt, Karate, Howie DeWitt. Karate Durling, Rick Beanbag, <laughs> Rich Mahogany, Scoot Tatum, Stewie, Stewie Shrivens, Shrivens, Stewie Shrivens, Touch Phillips, and then it says Trent Beretta. <laughs> so I assume at one point he just called himself Trent Beretta. I was pissed at him. I was like, why did you not make your name Chet? That's like the most redneck name ever. My first dog was named Chet. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Why is your name? I was like, can you please make your name Chet? And he was like, don't tell me what to do. Stop yelling at me, which is what he always says to me. Nice. Because I'm like, why aren't you doing this? And he's like, stop yelling at me. He's very um, defensive. But then again, yeah. Rankings. Let's talk about these rankings. So Excalibur is like, here are the rankings for this week. And <laughs> AEW number five is the best friends. And I was like, what's happening? It was yeah, like the, the most somber. The was even on there. Why do you sound so sad? Yo? It, it was such a somber delivery of all. As soon as I, like, I heard no inflection change, I was like, fuck this. And I just skipped the whole thing. I'm like, but I don't know. The best friends was even on it. But yeah, he was just, it, it was like, I felt like he was slouched on a couch with a beer in one hand recording it. Just like not giving a shit, like scrolling through his phone. <laughs> like it was just maybe bizarre shit. Whatever. But I mean, it, we're next all, we we're had, we had a bit of a wrestling miracle. We had a John Moxley, uh, Jake Hager thing where they were just talking about how they were going to like beat the shit out of each other or something. The, the most important thing that we need to talk about though is Jake Hager talks. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he had a lot My to say. God, I had almost forgotten what his voice sounded like. I haven't heard it in years, and I knew he had a lisp. Yes, 
And I, I thought it was just, I thought it was way more obvious than it was. I almost wonder if WWE said play the lisp up more. So maybe it's, you know. God, play the lisp up more, but we're still going to give you someone to talk for you and you don't talk. Yeah. You know, it was just bizarre seeing him. They were like, let's just get as many segments in. Oh, yeah, because there was another one that was basically the same thing that happened later. I was like, what are we doing here? But I mean, I get it. We need to fill two hours. It was. And we're not live, so. It was it was insane. Up next, we had the best friends uh, facing Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa. I love that Sean Spears is still looking for a tag team partner. I can't believe that's a thing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Here's what I think might happen, Marianne. Let's just do a little fantasy booking. Uh, Sean Spears is going to be like, I didn't find a tag team partner, but I found a tag team and it will be the revival and they will form a little stable. Oh, my God. Which I think would be cool. Can I call them tens, tens, tens across the board? Yes. Which is a drag race reference. Absolutely. Tens, tens, tens across the board. <laughs> Which you haven't watched drag race. I haven't watched one episode this season. I'm so This is mad. upsetting because the last episode was so good. I know. It was the it was Madonna. Madonna yeah. Yes, it was the Madonna themed episode. And I am going to see how many weeks in a row I can mention drag race on this podcast. But yeah. All right. Tens across the board. There we go. Um, this match was a lot of fun overall. Um, I think it might have gone a little long, but like I said, we're trying to How fill. Dare you. We're trying to fill two hours, and that that's not because of the best friends. Um, it just you know overall, I think it went too long. Uh, I love that all the references to Omega and Nakazawa being a tag team in Japan in DDT. I I think I would describe this match just overall. It was a weird combination of a DDT match and a PWG match. Because of the ridiculousness of PWG. Well, the ridiculousness of DDT and then just... And know, that too, yeah. yeah. Tony Tony was like fucking on fire. Tony said hentai on TNT. Okay, so my first thought was, holy fuck, did Jaron watch this week's episode? And I asked him, I was like, did you watch it? And he went, he said what? Yeah. And I was like, yo. I was like, I can't believe he said that and Jericho didn't immediately slam him for it. Nobody, nobody, like, nobody, yeah, it was great. It was just good shit. And Chris Jericho was just cheering hardcore for Chuck Taylor in the year 2020. My God. My fucking heart, because Chuck Taylor loves Chris Jericho. Yes. Uh, Tony also he, mentioned that. He influence, ugh, infamously referenced the fact that he was like, I can't believe nobody has accused me of being a direct Jericho ripoff. <laughs> In the past, because him, like his attitude on the Indies was very Jericho. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Uh, Tony also said made reference to Omega and Chuck Taylor being a tag team, which uh, I know personally both of us loved. It was oh, I went and my mom noticed it, too. She's like, oh, my God. And I was like, I honestly men of low moral fiber. I struggle to find a better tag team name than men of low moral fiber. It gets me every time and then i started thinking who came up with that name because it sounds very much like something both of them would come up with yeah like on their own but i don't know the the context of the conversation so i had to ask him i was like who came up with the name low moral fiber because i fucking love it it's so funny i will say the best tag team name would have been team friendship if the w if the wwe universe knew how to fucking vote correctly yeah but instead we got team hell no which is awful fucking disgusting 
Anyway, this match was insane, and it was a lot of fun. Tony Schiavone said, holy hell, and I was sold. Holy hell is a great phrase. It is. It's my favorite. It's a holy hell, dumpster fire, and shitstorm. My God. Are like my three favorites. So uh, The original best friends get the win and keep their name. So you I... Know. Jericho fucking loved this match because he was both very confused by what he was watching and very impressed. Yes. It was like he was trying to commentate, but he was like, also, what is fucking happening? I don't know what to focus on. (laughs) Yeah. But I just want at the end, because obviously Orange Cassidy came in. And um, did you did you see the post about the fact that Orange Cassidy clearly interfered in the match and they didn't get disqualified? Yes, that was very weird. (laughs) You know why? No. (laughs) Because <laughs> Dustin was supposed to distract Aubrey while they were doing it, and he forgot. Oh my god! And since that wasn't what was supposed to happen in the match, she just ignored it. Yeah, because she was, was looking supposed- right at. Him. Yeah, she, he was supposed to distract her while he did it, and he forgot to do it. Well, <laughs> and he was like, "I forgot, my bad." Oh well, whatever. Yeah, but I just want everybody. And at the very end, there was like a big Orange Cassidy group hug, and I yes. just want an Orange Cassidy plushie to hug when I'm sad. With or without it, a squeaker is maybe necessary to mm-hmm. go squeaky when you hug it, or just a really monotone noise like a, when you hug it. Um, but honestly, I also think it would be very strange to own a plushie of a person who knows you are. Is that weird to you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a minimum of like 20 pictures of Chuck Taylor in my room. We went over this. I was like, it'd be very strange. Yeah. Like just, just, but he knows it though, too. So he knows what he's getting into. But still, it's like, I don't want that person to be creeped out by me if they knew that I had it. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah. like, I don't know. I'd be like, oh, well, oops, my bad. Um, up next, we had a, a Brody Lee thing where he was excited that one guy was wearing a tie and the other ones weren't. So just a bunch of, you know, Vince McMahon stuff. We had a uh, bloody Britt Baker promo. My question from earlier is, does she, um, I was like, does she fix her own teeth? And then she was like, good thing you avoided my teeth, but not like it would matter. Because I would just fix them myself because I'm a dentist. And then she just walked away. Great. It was so good. And the exit was like so quick. I was like, this shit is great. 100%. She was, was, I forgot to mention in her match, there was a point where she was like struggling with the Hikaru Shida. And she's reaching out to the camera going, Tony. (laughs) So funny. It was so good. I was like, best friends. Tony and Brit forever. Wow. My they God. need they need little like best friends necklaces. Oh, my God. That would be great. But it's like two halves of a tooth. Not a real tooth, but you know what I mean? Oh, my God. That would be great. I love it. Let's do that. that. So funny. Um, We had another one of the swagger. I'm sorry. Hager. You put swagger. So I just read it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm mad about it. They had a, another Hager Moxley thing. That's fine, but and there's still no swagger jokes. God damn it. We need to talk about the hearty we compound do. because we really do. While I was watching this, I was eating, uh, I believe it was spaghetti. We made spaghetti a couple of nights ago and was it messy? well, it was messy as soon as he <laughs> called, um, I knew it. as soon as he called Sammy Guevara, a fraud Latino. I, I, I spit food everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. I just love how he started it with calling Jericho La Hole of the Ass instead yes. of Le Champion. Yes. And then he said, sitting in a tub that is hot. Oh, my God. I'm, and I was like, yo, did John and I write this promo? Because sheesh. I'm, I'm, 
I'm really bummed we did not watch or we did not record last week, but you know, it was so busy uh, because we missed the release the hounds and all of Jericho's dogs running after Vanguard one. Oh my God. Um, and then he fucking called Jake Hager a Jakenstein. Yes. I was like, this is just, oh my God. It was just brilliant. And then Vanguard, he calls Vanguard one in and he's got like, it was like a shameless merch like plug. Yes. It's fire. <laughs> a dumpster fire. dumpster fire. Like in those exact words on the screen, fire. And I went, Vanguard's hip. This is good shit. There's lots of just really good one-liners in there. A tub that is hot. Yes. Oh, my God. So Hardy has challenged Jericho to meet him on the Hardy compound for the elite deletion. So another installment of uh, our favorite deletion series. I want I want a Sammy Guevara versus senior Benjamin match. Oh, my God. Maybe that'll happen. Uh, we had Lee Johnson facing off against Brody Lee. Nothing really to write home about here. Just another squash one's, match. One's first name is the other's last name. <laughs> yes. In a, a loser Lee town match. Nailed it. There we go. Um, fucking Jericho was like listing off all the people uh, like that they rumored was going to be the exalted one. And yes. I was like, yeah, remember when we dreamt of Raven being the exalted one? I mean, that would have been fun, but I'm fine because I you love, love Raven. Lee. I do. I love Brody Lee, though, as well. Uh, and I love that Tim Dons that one time. Sure. Um, I love that shot of Marco just standing with a dog facing. And the dog was like the dog, like went up to his shoulders. Yes. Uh, main event was Sean Spears versus Cody. Uh, winner moves on in the TNT championship tournament. This was fine. I don't really have a, a whole lot. The, at the end of the match was crazy. Um, the pile driver by Spears. I also would like to note that, Sean Spears tried to do a springboard. I mean, he did it, but, you know, it didn't work. But that was crazy. I went, I don't think I've ever seen him do a springboard. Which is insane. Yeah. I like how he came out and he had a sparkly scarf and Jericho had the nerve to say, I don't like that scarf type attire, but whatever. <laughs> My mom was sitting next to me on the couch and she just snorted. She's like, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, he wears a bandana now. He doesn't like scarves anymore. Uh, the de- the uh, Death Valley driver to the outside through the table was pretty crazy. And a unique finish with the figure four pinfall. And another another Jericho compliment. Yes. For Cody saying he's like, I don't think I've ever seen that ever. I it's been, It has been a long time since I've seen that. So, I mean, you know, good to see it. And that was AEW Dynamite. And then we decided we were going to watch MLW 105 this week, but we kind of wanted to just send off uh, MJF. Spoiler. (laughs) I was going to say, how dare you? We wanted to send off uh, one of our favorite incarnations of MJF, the MLW incarnation, uh, as he took on Mance Warner in an empty arena loser leaves town match. Um, throughout the car, this was, this, uh, was only two matches. So I guess we could have technically watched Douglas James versus, um, oh no, um, Septico Dragon. I can't remember his name, but he was great. Anyway, match was fun. Um, so throughout the, throughout the show, the dynasty is basically like, we're going to beat up Mance before the match. And Mance says, I have. Old Mance has got some friends, and Savio Vega randomly beats up the Dynasty and goes, yeah, I'll watch them. And then we had an MJF promo where he says, uh, you're not the only one who can get psychotic. And he's like, I'm going to fuck you up, which it was a, it was a fun promo. And then he it, was like screaming. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. 
Uh, and then the actual match main event was, you know, it was an empty arena match. I mean, they're throwing each other into rows of chairs. Yeah, he was like bowling for chairs. He fucking went so far. Yeah, it was nuts. And then I love he uh, MJF makes the pinfall and the referees just falling in the chairs to make it count. I laughed so hard. Oh, um, MJF. That entire th- empty arena. I was like, this is a high school gym and you will not convince me otherwise. I oh, know no. where it actually is, but this is a fucking high school gym. Right. Uh, MJF got thrown down the this was just a brawl, basically, which, you know, yeah. is in Mance's favor. MJF getting thrown down the bleachers. He also MJF takes a lit cigarette and puts it on Mance's head, which is crazy. Mance doesn't care. (laughs) He doesn't care. I loved MJF stealing someone's phone to call a taxi, which is the commentator was like, who calls a taxi? And then Mance got (laughs) a hold of the phone. Mance got a hold of the phone and canceled the taxi. And he straight up said, we don't need you no more. He fine. (laughs) He fine. And then hung up the phone. And uh, match kind of ends abruptly with a with a big old headbutt from Mance followed by a lariat in the one two three I loved that finishing combo I love headbutts yeah I mean it makes sense it's a good combo finish and I I'm not sure if that's actually his finisher but I like headbutts they remind me of Flash Morgan Webster there you go and that time he headbutted uh oh my god I forgot his name Marty Skrull and like almost won the match in like Oh, One yes, second. the flash. Yes, uh, that, that would have been so funny. And I think about that to this day, how funny that would have been. That would have been amazing. Oh, my God. So, but and- yeah, I fully believe like Mance Warner has such a personality that's like so positive and so out there and like competitive mm-hmm. that I fully believe that he is the redneck Mojo Raleigh. My God. What is he theme? even kind of looks like him or he looks like his brother a little. They could be brothers for sure. You think so too? I yeah. said that I had said that to Simon and he was like, no. And Mojo's like one of his best friends. <laughs> and I was like, no, they totally look alike. They totally look alike. And he's straight up just like the black sheep redneck of that family. Which is <laughs> insane. Did you just see the video of um uh I don't know if it was hyping up WrestleMania, but it was Mojo Rally with his dad. Did I send that to you? I don't know if you did, but you should send oh it. Oh my god, it's so funny. He's sitting next to his dad, and his dad is continuously just like, Why are you so loud to him? <laughs> He's like, You're really loud. Like, why? How? Like, it's just his dad is the sassiest Middle Eastern man, which oh apparently god. I've been told that that is a very stereotypical thing that they're all very sassy dads. Mm-hmm. Which is great shit, and I'm glad I learned that. But yeah, MJF is gonzi. He's gone, and we are sad because the dynasty will never be the same. And but we will always have the first time MJF had coffee promo, which is <laughs> in our short watchings of MLW is one of my favorite things. It was straight up perfect. All right, Marianne, you we have some questions. Yes. Did Jaron send you any? Because he sent them to me after I told him specifically to send them to you. I will check the way that we communicate. No, he is not. Okay, so he sent them to me. I have questions from Kevin. Um, Hello, Kevin. Um, What up, Kevin? (laughs) He said, what are the chances that 205 Live becomes the best WWE product in this interim cruiserweight title tourney if it is booked well? Is it going to be on 205? That's that's my no only idea. question. I'm not... I, I had said to him, I was like, I hope we can answer it because I don't I haven't watched WWE in like a year. So what was the question? It was it was could 205 Live be the become the best WWE product if it this it cruiserweight already... title tourney is booked well? It already is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair. It already is the best. I mean, Two Hundred Five Live um, is one of my favorite shows. Granted, we you know as soon as we don't stop Ali back on it. No, Ali is on SmackDown, and I I mean they haven't revealed him as this person yet, but he's been uh, he's been telling some truth. He's been spilling the tea that is not his tea to spill. He's been God uh, damn John. But it's Drag Race cast. It's interesting. But anyway, no, 205 Live has always been a solid show. Um, it's always been one of my favorite shows. Granted, now that we don't watch it, I, I have not really watched it uh, as much, but it's it's great. I love 205 Live. It already is the premiere show, so confirmed yeah. day show. You don't even have to. We just, we because we have so much faith in the people that are on it. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just love Hot Cop, and that makes me sad. Haven't mentioned you it You just made the list. I don't think you pressed the button at all the entire time we talked about Chuck Taylor. I didn't. Holy fuck. You just made the list. There you go. That might just be your biggest failure yet. But anyways. Anyway, what uh, what else we got? So Kevin also says, am I the only one that's underwhelmed with Brody Lee's promos so far, other than those smoking hot shoots he drops from time to time? Um, They're a little underwhelming. I think it's nice to see him in a speaking role, knowing that he can do it. But I think the little like tongue in cheek, he's Vince McMahon stuff is kind of eh. But I get I get why they're doing it. You know, former WWE guy making fun of the old boss, but loving how he's still doing his his discus lariat. I love the disc. I, I Brody Lee is just he's great. And I mean, yeah, the promos are kind of eh. But also, they can't do you know they got to pre-record a lot of stuff, so we can't he can't like really. He's not going to cut a huge long promo in front of, and it, and it, I think it kind of hurts that he's not flanked by um, the Dark Order, the Super Smash Brothers. I think that hurts a little Just bit. Super bizarre. They were like there, and then now they're not. And I'm like, mm, they well, doing this. They they doing this team dirty. I'm very sure they live in Canada, so. Oh, they do. Yeah, so they're you know they can't they're, really. They are Canadian as fuck. Yes, so um, I mean they can't really travel. So, but I get it. Jaren's question is, who has a finisher you'd wish they'd change? You're not allowed to say the zigzag. I think I think <laughs> is what that what did he say that or did you say No, that? I said you're not allowed to say zigzag. I think I I think it's either a finisher you wish they change like completely do change a finisher or tweak the one that they have. Um whatever Nia Jax's finisher is, which um welcome back Nia and thank you for quite literally dragging every idiot on twitter it's absolutely amazing oh idiot for what she's uh she's been dragging ronda rousey for calling uh wrestling fake and being too rough with alexa bliss and being too rough with alexa bliss which we all know i will not stand for (laughs) um who else did she oh she drug fucking uh killer cross for getting involved with something she's like you just got here you should probably shut the fuck up oh my god it was I love great people that are fire online so i think for me whatever nia Jax's finisher is which i think is it was a leg drop she used something she else on, on people she used something else on monday but for me i think nia should start watching some bam bam bigelow tapes and I think she, would she should be, would she be your favorite person ever? If she, if did, she did, if her finisher was the greetings from Asbury park, then she would be, I would, I would buy a, not like most girls shirt for sure. 
So there you I go. Think, that's that's my answer. I remember answer. a while back you said back when uh, Seth Rollins was using Triple H just finisher, and you're like, he needs to find something else. Oh, the pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. So you were like, he needs to find something else. Um, Jaren's example is he wishes that uh, Rhea Ripley would use that reverse cloverleaf over instead of the terrible pump handle move she does. I don't mind her pump, the pump handle slam. I think everybody needs two finishers. I think they need a submission finisher and then just like a quote unquote high impact finisher. Oh, that wasn't, you know what? I think Sasha Banks needs something that isn't the bank statement. I think she needs a a finisher that she can use. Like an offensive one? Yeah, I think um, I was talking with um, some of the guys from THS Wrestling and I want, what did I want her to do? I think slice bread number two would be cool because she could do it to everybody. Um, But I think somebody else suggested the code breaker, which would also be a great. What does Bailey do? Bailey's finisher is the the belly to Bailey. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's different now. Because she's 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 evil evil Bailey. (laughs) I can't remember what it, what it's called, but it's a weird looking finish, but. I'm fine with it because it it works well. It's not weird like zigzag weird. Yeah, the zigzag is pretty terrible. Yeah. I would have to, this question was just sent over, so I didn't have a chance to like really think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I just know what finishers I don't like and wish would just stop being a thing. Yeah, but I think. So it's just, yeah, I not think, like something that you would tweak it. Sometimes I feel like uh, Moxley could have a cooler looking finisher. Oh. I know he's capable of something cooler. I like Remember the his first version of the Dirty Deeds? I liked the better bulldog. than the second version. Yeah, the first version the was better bulldog. than the second version. Yeah, yeah that move was... So, I think they saw that on TV and went, that shit looks weird, change it. Which I get because it was cool, but it it, it was weird. Which works because he's weird. Yeah. But anyways, it's just... I, I think that I feel like he could have a cooler looking finisher that's more devastating looking. Right. That doesn't start with a kick in the dick. Fair. Yeah. I don't know. We got any other I, questions? don't know um that i think is it all right let's, yes it is let's get on let's get on out of here shall we let's let's do all this stuff let's you can skedaddle you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at sailor moonsault and on instagram at sailor dot moonsault you can follow jim jam pingalo at jp thrice <laughs> And on Instagram at the same handle. Yes. These lucky men. Mm -hmm. Um, Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and still SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. I would love um, confirmation that I am as funny as I think I am. Absolutely. Also. Silence. Just silence. (laughs) I cut the silence out, Marianne. No, leave it. Leave it. So it's seamless. Um, I guess. Of two other notes, we do have two new NOTLG podcasts that have just popped up. Well, actually, when you listen to this one, I just realized I will be releasing two episodes uh, on Monday. Um, the Pincroft Pod, which is me and my fiance Lauren's podcast. What do you even talk about, Henson? No, the, the first season is all about baseball movies that Lauren has somehow not seen. Oh, my God. Please tell me you're doing... Uh... Oh my god! I can, I will tell. The one, there's one that makes Dustin cry every time he watches. I'll tell it. you right now. There's there's two. We've done two episodes so far. The first episode, which is premiering tomorrow, is about a league of their own. Well, fair. And the second episode, which we recorded on Friday night, is about Moneyball. Uh, you should do Major League. Our third episode is going to be Major League One and Two. <laughs> okay, good because Major League is the one movie that makes Dustin cry every time he watches it. <laughs> 
And that's not a joke. It legitimately makes him upset. Amazing. He was like, I watched it on a plane and just bawled the whole time. (laughs) I I love Major League. Major League 2, I mean, it is a trilogy. And I said, well, why why aren't we watching 3? And Lauren said... Are you watching Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams is in there. We have a bunch of movies that we're going to be watching. Um, It's going to be 12... Angels in the Outfield is on the cusp right now. It's either that or Rookie of the Year. We're not sure. You have so many to choose from. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. There's a whole a whole lot. But, I mean, we did the the three I really wanted to do, so that's fine. And then has also... Have you seen, like, no baseball movies? Because no. those are, like, the really obvious ones. None, none baseball movies. None baseball. Right. None more black. No, none more black. Also, we have a possible limited podcast that's out right now. I've been talking to Nick... Uh, it's called Untitled Notlg Draft Podcast, and it's basically just taking random stuff that you would want to draft in a in a draft format. So I think they do zoo animals. So if I take lions, then you cannot take lions. You have to take something else. It's it's That's an, a it, very very Nick podcast yes and it actually might be continuing he sent me four episodes and said that's it and then he went well wait a minute never mind so i think uh he's gonna get some more episodes uh so check all those out and he's not allowed to drink wine and then record though no he is absolutely (laughs) (laughs) nick king of the king of uh questions on our podcast i don't think anybody will surpass nick's question no at one time yes which i can't even remember what the question was but good luck y'all is the best question ever yes um, fuck absolutely always and forever notlg.spreadshirt.com buy one of our tornado tag radio shirts if you so desire talent. it's not there yet and who knows if it will ever be uh, <laughs> support ttr and all the other podcasts on notlg network patreon.com slash notlg anything you guys donate goes straight back into this podcast so we appreciate it and it also goes back into john's efforts to edit out all of the stupid shit i say yes which he doesn't do he just leaves it in i do he look like an ass no i just leave it in because i'm lazy yeah fair enough uh so that's it for th- this week join us again next week for episode 231 and we will oh there's only one thing left to do i forgot which podcast i was doing for a second there's only one thing left to do marianne so if you will ring the bell tony This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.